Fog gear that's good as swell that's clean. Join Tim and Owe in between the sets. Between the sets. Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owe, hydrated by a hairy man brewery. This is Between the Sets, and I think I actually have stuffed up the math a little bit. Yeah? Oh, wait a second. What's going on with well, your mic? See, this is why we need to do mic checks. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've caught myself in the tooth. There we go. I can't hear myself at all. You should be... Oh, well. No. Nah. Yep, 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 there I am. Oh, that's crystal clear. Okay, good. Mm, mm. Now, what was I saying? Something very important. Oh, I stuffed up the math. Mm, I okay. think I think last week's episode, which we celebrated as our 50th episode of the Body Surf podcast, was just actually episode 51. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you at all to stuff something like that up, Tim. I, I swear I was tracking it and I was like, okay, no, we'll do one between the sets and then carry the one and then do it yeah, mm. and it will be right. And no, I think I think we yeah we uh we prematurely blew our load when we did between the sets two weeks ago. Okay. So, anyways, what? we've hit fifty. <laughs> We're at this is our fifty second episode. Mm. But uh, you know who's counting? <laughs> not me, not me at all. How did you go in your uh your HSC maths, Tim? Awful. I did social maths mm-hmm. as we called it back in the day, just general mm-hmm. maths. Can I come into the frame a little bit? Actually? Oh gosh, no. This, <laughs> This is a, a one-shot for a reason. <laughs> Only I may dance. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, not well at math. At, and the thing is, at high school, I was I was like in special maths. Mm. Special maths, special English. Special means good, doesn't it? <laughs> That's what my mum tells me. <laughs> but um, And then like a lot of the people in this special class left school. Mm. And it only left a few of us. And then we went into regular classes and we're like, oh... We've been left behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. So, no, I think I, I, I think I would have... I like. Here's the thing. I got scaled real badly. I did all the creative subjects. Ah, uh, so. yeah. See, that's what all the creatives say there. Oh, yeah. It's the scaling. It's all about the scaling. And if you do uh, painting, what do they mm. call Like art. Yeah. Art, visual art. If you do yeah. visual art and you go really well, it doesn't really matter because comparatively to science and maths and English... It's shit house. I want to know if someone out there has studied food technology mm-hmm. and gotten into med school. Oh, I don't it's think pretty it's much the same thing. You ever cut a steak before? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> saying that though, Timmy, I went up to uh, Hazelhurst ga- Gallery on the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, you're a pretty big name down at Hazelhurst. <laughs> Back in the day, yeah. See, We're Tim's just reminiscing about two thousand and seven. Yeah, Tim says that he got scaled down, but his major work mm-hmm. was actually in an art gallery. Yeah, and I've been told I believed it was because I was in the top bands, like I've got a band five or six mm. in art. I've been told that's not correct. My teacher actually. Um, put me forward to get into the gallery, Mm. which was weird because my teacher wasn't very fond of my work and told me to change it on numerous occasions. Um, You know, Mm. what would she know? That's why she's a teacher. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And uh, in light of all the things that are going on, it's good that she was not fond of your work instead of you actually being fondled. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not okay? I mean, we're... We're thought, all ages here. I thought me having a go at an art teacher was bad, but you... Ah, yeah, we're taking it all all places tonight, you've Tim. Upped, 
You've up. How do you teach creativity? That's what does my head in. You how fondle you? the kids. <laughs> that's how. That's how every other comedian's got by. <laughs> how do, how do jokes ever get written without a bit of uh, a bit of touching here and there? I don't. We're in a dark time right now. Some <laughs> things are happening, and uh, I don't. And I'm really sorry if anyone has been sexually assaulted. I'm I'm very sorry because I've done this twice now. I went on a date once, and it's it's happened that the person that I was dating was sexually assaulted, and I said something very inappropriate, which subsequently ended the date then mm. and there. So I'm very sorry if you are listening. <laughs> Please don't turn off now. Uh, I don't mean any offence. How do we redeem ourselves from this? Oh, no, we can't. Because a few weeks ago, or was it last week, I, I said maybe we, we drop the body surfing facade and we just start talking about... We just call this show the podcast. <laughs> we just talk about what's going on in the news and this is what's going on in the news. Mm. And every day I search a certain name. I won't say the name, but I search it in the news headlines just to see what's going on. Mm. And a lot of people aren't talking about it, but I'm very interested. And I think a few people might know who I'm talking about. Mm. I'm fascinated by this. But anyways, let's not talk about that sort of stuff because it is pretty pretty heavy. It's very blue. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, we don't want to be talking about that. Tim, we're about positivity here. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Now, I was uh, because you were running a bit late, I was sort of telling everyone on the, the chat that um, I've, uh, I've incurred a bit of an injury. That's why I've got the pillow back here. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was looking at it, going, "What's going on here?" I uh, I took the trash out yesterday. <laughs> I was I was coming back inside. I sneezed, and uh, me back's gone. <laughs> you sneezed, and you did your back. Yeah. Mm. Uh, welcome to thirty. <laughs> so, I'm really worried because the last time I did this, it took a few months to get back to normality. It took me a few months to get back into the water. Mm. And Slide Fest is only, what, 20-something days away. And you have to be really worried about that, Tim, because all the Thai massage joints are closed at the moment. <laughs> and so if you want to get a, if you want to get that back in tip-top shape, I don't know what you're going to do. I do have a very good sports physio. Mm. Um, but I'd have to be going probably three times a week to get it ready for Slide Fest. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not prepared to pay that much money. I'm not prepared to waste that much time. Mm. Um, you know, I've got things to do. So if I, if I can't compete, I'm happy to just go. I'll take an armchair and my pillow and yeah. sit on the beach and that will be fine. But I'm more concerned about some chatter we've had lately about who's coming to Slide Fest. Yeah. Now, Tom Ma is a big signing. He has just sent through his application and he's going to be in the Opens event, so against us. Yeah. And that's that's I think that's really one of the big names because I haven't heard if Dylan Kelly is Dylan okay because yeah. um, I haven't heard about um, our boy Uga if he's going back well he's messaging me every day he wants to try and organise some accommodation yep uh, if we go up there mm. and so I I'm still umming and ahhing I'm always edging on the the side of caution. For me, because I'm going, well, Victoria's going yes. a bit. How's it going? Uh, like, do we do we book tickets with the risk of uh, the flight being cancelled or moved? Uh, I mean, I've already been shot in the foot because, I mean, I lost about $2,000 on Japan flights this year. So, I'm a bit cautious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think, is, I think is okay to be cautious. But, I mean, uh, the boys at Slide are going full steam ahead. And... Uh, I mean, 
Timmy, you've booked your tickets. Yep. Jesse, Bondi. Well, they were already booked in. So, okay, yeah, yep. I've, I've, I got a great deal. Mm. Like, flights are a bit expensive because what's going on, but I was able to pay for it with, like, frequent flyers. Mm. And I think some of the Goldie Sliders might be looking after me, so that's always good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, yes, some news has come out today about Victoria going back into lockdown. Mm. Um, thoughts and prayers with those guys because that, you know, what what's worse than living in Victoria is being locked in Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> so thoughts and prayers I've been telling the Senate this for years Tim <laughs> Why would you want to live there? Like you can go there for a visit I get it I get I, it I had a great time there yeah. for a weekend Great yeah. great time Yeah I, d- I don't have a problem with it But when people go Oh how good is Melbourne And the, the two things they list is shopping and cafes I'm like yeah. But like it's like Newtown It's like you know what else is like Newtown? Newtown <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Yeah and it's about 45 minutes away. You don't have to fly there. Yeah. You don't have to stay there. And, I mean, I'll go out on a limb and even say the people in Newtown are better than Victorians. <laughs> yeah, much of a muchness. But um, I'm happy making those sort of jokes because I know no jokes. one from Victoria <laughs> listens. We have more fans in Hawaii or uh, even Europe than Melbourne. So I mm. think it's okay to have a bit of a crack at Victoria. But yeah, so that that is breaking news. Victoria back in the lockdown. New South Wales and Queensland still doing okay. We're, we're going good. So we, we, we should be able to fly up now. I was wondering if the plane's going to be fully packed mm-hmm. or do we have to social distance on the plane? We all get our own aisle. No, they're going to cram us in there. It, really? I don't even think they'll make us wear face masks or anything. I'm not sure if we'll have to sanitize. See, that's interesting. Because I, I was speaking to someone the other day that um, frequents flying overseas and they were saying they were thinking about doing flights, international flights, where there's only 50 people on the flight. Wow. Is and it worth it? It costs so much. Yeah, it's like why? Fuel is why? so expensive. Like you can't do that. I was just about to say, mm. I don't think international travel will be on the cards for another year or two. Mm. So that that is going to you know put out Hawaii if they are thinking about coming to Australia. But um, oh look at this, there are we've actually got some comments. Some eighteen people have registered for opens. Mm. Fourteen ladies. Now there is a, a, a under under what is it under fifteen event. Six, six juniors. I'm not sure what the, the age limit for juniors is. Six juniors have signed up. And then there's the old diggers as well. Mm. So this is looking great. Yeah, it'll be great fun. And I think if you can get there, uh, my guess is that there's probably going to be less um, people to compete against than there were last year just because of COVID. Possibly. Not that the event um, will be run any worse because it's – Every year, they're building on every year. And Trav, I know, has put a lot of effort in this year and getting it up to scratch. And, I mean, he's had to overcome so many hurdles. Exactly. Uh, and I'm really excited about the two old diggers, he's just said, uh, have have signed up, which is great. Uh, but saying that, I, I think your chances are much higher, Timmy, now. So I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't shoot yourself in the foot here in the foot here. You've been body surfing a long time. You might go quite well. Chances or oh, chances of getting a, a spot on the podium. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I liked. Do you know what I really liked is uh, the first time we went to Wompoff, we sort of were sussing it out, mm. and uh, and second time we kind of knew the game. Now we had a few things pulling us back, mm. but you know 
it's a team sport, mm. and we all had a good 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 time. Um, well, the fun thing about that is the year before we competed, Jesse and I actually went to the Womp Off the year before. Oh, really? Yeah. So we went and we were being undercover. Mm. We just started Budgie Boys. Uh, we'd been talking about it for years, uh, but we decided, no, nah, we'll just we'll start something. Uh, especially after Bait Bay started uh, their little crew. We were like, no, nah, we need to do something. We've been talking about it for so long. So we went undercover and we went down and just watched some of the heats. Yeah, uh, It was at Macaulay's Beach in Wollongong. Uh, it was about about four or five foot. It was pumping that day. Uh, and that was the year that Bait Bay won. Uh, and as soon as we got there... We were like, we we need to do this next year. Yeah, and I mean, the year we did it was completely different. It was f- pretty much flat, uh, a lot more organised and a lot more formal. Uh, but every year, it just keeps getting better and better, and but, you wouldn't want to miss it. And also, I think we're we're doing better. Like, look how how much better we did that second year, just from having a crack and knowing how it ran and everything. And you know, we didn't get that much better. And if if anything, everyone around us was getting better. So mm. it was just knowing what was going on, and that's what I'm worried about. Slide Fest is very new for me, and for you. And normally, it takes us a while to just you know suss things out. Yeah, well, I competed in the. Uh, Noosa Heads. Oh yeah, body surfing event, and uh, that was that was a first for me as an individual competing in an individual uh, competition. And so for pretty much all of the Budgie Boys, uh, we've all competed in team events. Mm. So an individual event is very very different because I mean you have the support of your your mates, but. At the end of the day, if you suck <laughs> or you swim well, like everything's on you. And I found the pressure of the individual heats, uh, yeah, to be kind of overwhelming really? in a way because you weren't. Everything was on you, as yeah. I said. Like it, there wasn't there wasn't that kind of camaraderie where it's just like, oh, we're just having a muck around. It's like if you go to an individual comp, yes, it's a muck around at the end of the, end of the day, but and you don't really care if you win or lose but still you want to go well mm. i mean if you're paying your money you don't want to swim a heat and then as i thought i, sw- I swam one heat and then i went and got a milkshake mm. and thought i was out for the rest of the day i got through and i'm sure you guys have heard the story before i had to run back to the car get my uh, get my kit on and then um mark cunningham was in the heat that i was in <laughs> so that was actually really fun How swimming yeah. against my idol uh, in my first ever individual competition, that was I was stoked with that. But as I said, I was 10 minutes late in the session because I had to go all the way back. So there is the pressure of those individual comps, Timmy. So I don't want to put too much pressure on you. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I, don't, I don't think you'll be too stressed. I think at least, yeah, as you said, you can only blame yourself. When you're representing your team and you stuff up, you bring the boys down with you. Mm. If you stuff up, it's just... Like, you know, I don't really care that much. Yeah. I mean, we can all smoke Maxi. You know? It's just it's part of the parcel. And we've actually got uh, a GoFundMe page to, to fly Maxi there <laughs> to just to compete against Jesse. So, uh, Maxi from the Bondi Lifeguards, of course. We would really love you to smoke Jesse again if you're available. Now, speaking of GoFundMe pages. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, Corey. The mm. Saints. Hey, he's getting his hair cut. So this Sunday he's doing it. Mm. The big chopperoo. Now, um, I'm I'm just interested to see what he's going to look like. I'm thinking he's going to look younger. Well, he posted a picture the other day of him catching a snapper or a 
some sort of fish. <laughs> yes. And he looked about 13. <laughs> <laughs> and I messaged him, I go, bro, how old are you again? Because you do not look old at all. And he put a little like tuxedo emoji <laughs> yeah. on his on his um, chest because he was wearing this heaps gay <laughs> weddie. Sorry, not gay. Uh, he was wearing this heaps lame weddie. Uh, and he looked very young. He, I will say that. But I'm with you, Timmy. I, I reckon he might look older. If he shaves yeah. his head, yeah. Yeah, when it grows back, it will be a very interesting look. But um, he's raised so much money, so good on you, Corey. It's going to be very exciting mm. to see it all happen uh, this Sunday. Is he going to do it live on Instagram or something? Uh, well, he was trying to look for a place to get like the, to cut the hair. And <laughs> I, I'm fairly certain he's going to go with Harry Man Brewery. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm serious. That's great. Yeah, so I suggested... Harry man to him and he goes oh that's a sick idea that is a great idea so Sunday afternoon I don't know how many people will be allowed in yeah yeah and I'm sure he probably won't be able to cut his hair in the brewery but it might be at the front of the brewery mm. we'll get a couple of pop ales into us and some gingy beers maybe they'll put like they'll do a Corey brew like oh the Corey well they've got Corey's claim the dark bit but they could sprinkle a bit of his hair into it <laughs> needs more dog needs more Corey <laughs> yeah well the yeah if with the new Corey's claim you can just whack some actual Corey in it then it'll be really Corey just as like a little uh, garnish on the side of your can just <laughs> drop it in there every sip a bit of Corey but um no they uh, abide by very strict hygiene rules so yeah yes. of course that's not going to be happening but mm. we were able to go to Harry Man on Saturday and have our little AGM this is the budgie boy now we we mix things up so this is our AGM and then we have a, a biannual meeting as mm. well so what one was this? I say this every year. And I, ne- I need to call you out on it, Timmy, because uh, not only did you get our 50th episode wrong, <laughs> yeah. but oh. we have we have one other really important Budgie Boys meeting a year. Mm. We've got the 50th ep of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, that happens once, but you got that wrong. And then we have the AGM. And you are the sole holder of the King Wan minutes. Yeah. And you didn't bring them. Yeah, I stuffed up. Oh, here we here we go. I you de- said <laughs> I deliberately didn't bring them because I knew we would go out after ah, it. I'm not I'm not right. carrying them around all night. It's a big document. And also I don't remember taking minutes at the 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 midway one. I always remember at Christmas I used to bring my computer and would do it properly. Things have changed. I don't think so. But Norm- normally when you have the AGM, it's at the end of the financial year or the start of the financial year, which it was, and you bring the minutes to me. Yeah. And it's just, we've got we've got things to go through. You know, our local Chinese restaurant burnt down <laughs> and... We're having a shocker of a year. We are. We are. <laughs> uh, by the way, can we bring up uh, Chinese restaurants? Oh, I thought you were going to... Bring up something else. Like body surfing. The, uh, the the American presidential election. No, 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 no. Chinese restaurants. Sure. They're declining at a rapid rate. Yeah, I don't... Well, this one burnt down, so that's gone. But we've got a local one here. It's doing well. And I think they were able to get through uh, the lockdown okay with takeaways. Mm-hmm. And they're back, for, at, back at business now. And it's not that good. <laughs> like, they're not that good up here. And no. they get a crowd. Yeah. So they're doing okay, but like some of the better restaurants are still still pumping. 
what what took over in the nineties was Thai food. Thai kind of replaced the Chinese. Well, that's food. and that's what I was saying. I go Thai had this big spike, and everyone Huge goes, boom. "Well, yeah. if we're getting Asian, we're getting Thai food. We we're done with Chinese. We don't need any more." And that was really upsetting to me because I love a honey chicken. Mm. And then I discovered Billy Key chicken. Yeah, and that changed the game. Now, thankfully. Chinese restaurants made a little bit of a comeback. Yeah. There was a bit of that nostalgia. Oh, let's go out for Chinese. Yeah. And then they kind of caught up to the Thai restaurants. Yeah. Now, within the last year, well, the last two years probably, we lost the King Wan, replaced <laughs> with the Shah Key. Now, Shah Key defunct because the Leagues Club's gone. Mm. Then our favourite Shangri-La burns to the ground in a very suspicious yeah. insurance job <laughs> claim. <laughs> I mean, who's got the kitchen open at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday <laughs> when every Chinese restaurant's closed? Actually, I think that's when most of the chefs go in to have their dinner. They all meet up early in the afternoon, have dinner before their shift starts. Mm. I think that's actually a thing. and Maybe that's what happened. They were cooking their own dinner for the, <laughs> and then went up in flames. Could have been. But I'm just really concerned that we're with the coronavirus and everything else, we're going to start losing these Chinese restaurants again. And where am I going to get my Billy Key? Well, Billy Key's hard to find on the best of day. I also think that fusion Asian food or Asian restaurants have become very popular. So you can get some Chinese food, but it's generally served with some mm. other Asian cuisines. What's real popular are like dumplings. Yeah, Yum like chars. Everyone loves dumplings. But at the end of the day, for me, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, soggy. It's a sausage roll. Really, it's just a bit of pork and some pastry. <laughs> Instead of it, you know, being fluffy and um, nice and crispy, it's it's soggy. I don't mind a, a dumpling though. Mm. But yeah, you're right, and I don't think Corona has affected too many restaurants. Okay, so we're looking good there. Hospitality has been affected a bit, but that's I think mainly places that relied on the walk-in. Yeah, the bars, clubs, that sort of thing. So Chinese restaurants should be fine. We just need. Some good ones. Now, Kirui Chinese does a very good satay chicken. Oh, Kirui Chinese is good. And you mm. walk in on the left, they've got all the freeze-dried meals in the cupboards. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't choose without the pictures. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's there right in front of you. That's mm. exactly what you want. Now, getting back to the AGM, Timmy, yes. uh, we had two new members there that's inducted right. into the Hall of the Budgie yeah. Boys. They got their, their uh, what do you wings. Call they got their wings. <laughs> I was going to say they got their bag of green. Oh yes, they got their their budgie, shirt. their budgie green. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, we had two more members join the budgie boy elite, and being Aaron and uh, Jared. Jared, yep, Aaron and Jared, and that's the first time I'd actually met them. <laughs> So, I haven't been going to many meets lately, and yeah, I met them at the AGM, mm. and it was great. We had a great time. And we body surfed in the morning and it wasn't very big. Timmy, you should have come out. It would have been really good for you. Honestly, Saturday was so cold. Yeah. It was the coldest I've ever surfed. Well, I I want to show you this actually. I went out and uh, the Miso bought me a new wetsuit. Whoa! Check out this bad boy. Whoa, look at this. So I've gone with the the Ocean and Earth steamer. Oh, and how good's that? The little uh, retro... The fluoro zippy, so you'll be able to spot me. Yeah, but um, I like it because it's got it's nice and black, and it's got the blue, so it will match the budgies. Great. Um, oh, Timmy, congratulations! It will match my headgear and goggles as well. Yeah. So I'm 
I'm really annoyed because I would have loved wow, to have come out, that. but now like my back's gone. I can't really test it out for a while. Mm. Another thing is traveling with a wetsuit can be very difficult. So I'm thinking just chuck the budgies in for slide mm. and just if it's cold. We just deal with it. You deal with it. Yeah, I think that's the that's the idea. I mean, we went to Melbourne and we surfed the wave pool with yeah. the budgies. And, and we, we weren't in... You guess when you're not in the water long, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very keen to get into the water, I guess, for the tail end of winter. Well, yeah. Wolfo was saying the wave pool at the moment is six degrees in the water. We were very lucky to go when we went then. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we wouldn't have got away with that. No. Nah. I wonder, because a lot of people did have the wetsuits on. Yeah. I wonder how they travelled. Because everyone went home that day. Yeah. And they were going to Queensland and Sydney. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. Nothing worse than having a wet bag on the plane. I remember once a football player got done for having dirt in his boots. Mm. And you can't apparently have big bits of dirt in your boots if you bring back, you know, pesticides. Yeah, that's like that. right. They, I, I flew on a... I went on a flight once, get this, with a jar... And it had guppies in it, little fi- the little fish. You're kidding! No word of a lie. I've I've caught the guppies. I've whacked them in my backpack. I put it on the little conveyor belt. Didn't get picked up. Jeez! And I flew back over state a state line <laughs> with fish from another state. And it's it's really bad because mm. if you like if they get into the water systems it can really stuff up the whole ecosystem i don't think state stuff's too bad the, the biggest issue i guess is with cane toads and things like mm. that but like imagine taking that overseas now you probably wouldn't get through customs no with fish wouldn't. and you often see on those shows people coming in from generally asian countries with some very unusual uh, food products mm. and they like even things like dairy products and stuff but um sometimes fish and yeah. things like um, things you can't get here they're trying to, to bring in so yeah it, it is interesting international flying is next level mm. domestic is like getting on a bus yep. there's really not much security mm. it's still a plane that's right like, we should be checking yeah but you know I'll leave that up to the tech experts <laughs> now Timmy I went for a body surf this morning this morning yeah this morning it's great because when school holidays are on you'll be surprised at the amount of less traffic in the area. Yeah. Right. Now, I could get from my place to Maroubra in about 35 minutes. Yeah. Where normally, at that time, it's taking over an hour sometimes mm. because all that has to happen is something happens in the airport tunnel, it's done for. Now, I was over there by 8 a.m. Rob's is there. Mm. Dave Malloy's there. Oh, nice. Uh, met a guy named Pete in the water. Uh, and the Maroubra body surface, mate. They're taking off. They, we had six or seven blokes in the water and it was going off. And they've got a couple of female members as well, weren't there today. Uh, but it was really interesting just seeing this kind of group of body surfers and there were no surfers where we were. That's cool. So I kind of think that we had enough mass there yeah. where the surfers are like kind of, oh, well, we won't go there because yeah. we'll get in the way. I've seen that happen mm. before a few times and it's really, really cool. The The day before Wampoff last year, a similar thing happened. There was a few South Coasters around, a few mm. Maroubra guys around, a few Budgie boys and we had a spot um, that no one came near. Mm. But also Maroubra... I guess Cronulla is similar, but for some reason Cronulla, the surfers always congregate to the one spot. 
Um, Maruba, there's a bit of space there and you can find a little bank and have it all to yourself. Yeah, that's right. I find Maruba to be much better for body surfing. Mm. Uh, and it does. Like the the peaks of the wave kind of disperse throughout the length of the beach where Cronulla you find you might have one or two good banks and the rest is kind of it's either too dumpy or yeah. it's not really hitting uh, the bank in the right way. But today, uh, it was very straight and very hollow, which was great. We had a really fun time and there's uh, some photos coming from Dave. And Sean, I think, had a go of, not Sean Cook, so Sean from the Maroubra Body Surfers had a go of Dave's camera. So they were kind of interchanging. It was it was fun. Uh, Dave was in the water and then Dave would go get out, shoot on the camera. Sean would hop in and then he'd hop out, go shoot in the camera and Dave would jump back in. Cool. Now, Dave was, wasn't... He couldn't spend all the time in the water because he's got the gout. No. He does. He's got the gout. One too many orange juices. What? What is it actually from? From alcohol? Probably or, alcohol, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. But, but, I mean, he's uh, he's a bigger boy. And he's a bit older. That's he's a bit older, yeah. Happen, yeah. That's right. I mean, our mate's got it when he was <laughs> 32. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so that's not funny when you get it when you're 32. Well, it's been one of our fears and, mm. and you've got, you know, a few months. and well, you know, you're, You've got a month away until you're 30, isn't it? Don't remind me to. Um, so, you know, you know, you've avoided gout. You've, oh, well, that's true. You got to your thirties without gout. That's, that's the a, little wins. Yeah, it's a great mm. win. I mm. was happy when I got it. Mm. I celebrated with forty schooners, <laughs> <laughs> naturally. Yeah, but we had a great surf this morning, and uh, we only lost one GoPro. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we only lost one body surfer. <laughs> no, we lost one GoPro, and it wasn't mine, thankfully. But here's the thing: if you're going out in the water and you don't have a float on your GoPro, yeah, it's gone, or a strap, yeah, it's gone. Yeah. You know who does? I don't think has a float. I think I think he's got a strap. Barrel pig doesn't have a float. Doesn't have a float, but he hangs on very tight to it with the strap. I mean, well, he never. He always makes barrels, so he's never getting work. <laughs> he doesn't that's, even get his hair wet. <laughs> that's right, he doesn't. <laughs> Maybe Jake should do the uh, shave with Corey. Maybe Corey can call him out. I think only Corey can do that. Uh, yeah, because a, a few people called Corey out, and he's he kind of waited a while, but he goes, "All right, the time's right, and I'll do it." And mm. I'm good on him because that's a. I'll tell a story. We we had a teacher at my school who uh, was diagnosed with cancer and we did the big shave, like the whole school did it. Mm. There was a few blokes in my year that didn't do it because they said, ah, oh, the formal's coming up. I want to like have good looking hair for the formal. Mm. <laughs> really? <laughs> have you ever looked at a photo from you, uh, your formal? From a formal. Yeah. Have you ever looked at a photo ever? <laughs> <laughs> like... Was this the year six or the or the year twelve? This was or? like year. It must have been year ten or twelve. Yeah, probably year ten. Um, and I was just like, "What?" Mm. Also, you're a bloke. Everyone looks good with a shaved head. I wore one of those uh, suits that are printed on the t-shirt. Oh for yeah, my formal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the party boy shirts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think um, for females. You've got to have a certain shaped head to pull off a shaved look. It can look very good. Yeah. But not everyone can pull it off. But most blokes can pull off a shaved head. And most dads do it just because it's easy. Yeah, that's right. But um, I just couldn't believe the, how vain these boys were. Mm. Didn't want to shave their head for a bloke who's got the old cancer. You know who had a little shrimp? Robbie Miller. And he's, he's looking very dapper. He's very well groomed. Mm. Yeah, he likes keeping the beard in check and... Uh, I think he was turning into a hat 
hat guy for a while. Yeah, and now he he's, he's found a barber or he's mm. been rubbing something in. I don't mm. know what they do. Is it Rogaine? No, well, he said the Rogaine's very expensive. Okay. <laughs> and so he goes, when it's time to go, let me know and I'll he'll, – he'll do it. He'll, he'll go. He'll just go bald. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think he should just – Get heaps Reseto. Why, like, <laughs> why go to any more effort than you need to? He's got a wife. Yeah, he's got yeah, a couple yeah. of kids. Yeah. Just let it get heaps filthy. Yeah, that's why you should like get married before you start losing your hair. Yeah, because then they're kind of locked into it. Well, that's right. I see. I'm a hat guy at the moment, Tim. But mm. I'm a hat guy because oh, if I take my hat off, my headphones going to come off. Oh, yeah, this is a home job. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and it's just out of control. Yeah. So I've gone the uh, gone the old hat. Uh, what do you think I should do with the next haircut, Timmy? Maybe shave. Because I'm trying to go the Sandy Cohen at the moment. Mm. And it's just not working. Maybe we shave. I don't know if all the budgie boys will do it, but I think most of them would. And some of them already kind of do shave their head. But maybe before a competition, it's maybe a team comp like Womp Off, we all shave it. Mm. We do the Michael Klims. Dev Semba. <laughs> yes. Mm. So, <laughs> one year, we, we try to come up with different ideas for uh, charitable events. Mm. So, for instance, you've got the world's greatest shave, uh, Dry July, um, Oxsober. Mm. Um, we came up with Dev Semba. Yeah. So, it doesn't take really any um, courage for someone to stay sober for yeah. a month. Yeah. Right? Even shaving your head, it's a good look. Yeah. Like we wanted to do something that would humiliate you. Yeah, that's right. So everyone goes, why do you have that on your head? Yeah. And you go, well, it, it's because I'm raising money for this. Dev, Semba. So December, obviously. Now, Dev, why Dev? Devons in Australia yeah. is what we used to call the the receding hairline, not from the front, but from yeah. the back. So if you get the kind of crown of your head yeah. back here uh, and that starts to go. And so all the rest of the hair is still there. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the kind of Jewish skull cap. Yeah. Do you think it's called a Devon because it looks like a small slice of Devon? Yeah. Like what is Devon? Like bologna, ham? It's all the offcuts. It's off. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly sawdust. But it's yeah, it's like a nice, nice little snack. Yeah, and Devon sandwich with tomato yeah, sauce yeah, yeah. is and cheese is del- oh yeah. oh yeah, delicious white bread of course. Yes, of course. Uh, so Dev Semba, we had Dev Semba. Now we didn't do anything about Dev Semba. No. But I think we we sh- we should go ahead with that, and yeah. if we want to do it through the the podcast or Budgie Boys, maybe we do that. Mm. You know what did go ahead. And Sean's got the rights to it. I don't like this one. You don't like it? Uh, so this is for skin cancer, right? <laughs> now, you, can't, you guys can't steal this idea because it's already been TM'd. Uh, fake tanuary. So we've got January, tanuary, fake tanuary. So for skin cancer awareness, everyone goes and gets a heaps filthy fake tan. <laughs> and so people go like for your instance Timmy if you were oh, to go fake tan I'd look awful yeah we'd look awful and yeah well why have you done this <laughs> yeah well I'm raising money for skin cancer awareness I think it's got legs people might just think I'm getting ready to move to Los Angeles yeah but people are going to ask you why are you my teeth and get a nice bland yeah. uh, nice tan but um, I, I, I don't know uh, it, Sean's Sean's been keen on this for a long time I've never seen it getting anywhere <laughs> I think it's. I think it could. I just think some people rock the fake tan. 
They do. I see. I'm not a fan of There's fake tan. A lot less fake tan these days. Maybe they've worked out a way to make it look more natural and not as orange. Maybe. People are adding a bit of moisturiser. You can like smell it. Yeah. Yeah, the smell hasn't changed. Now, I've, I've, I really dislike the smell of fake tan. Mm. And, I, I, well, I'm not going to, I won't shame anyone who wears fake tan. I'm going to, I won't. But I'm just saying, go with your natural skin colour. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's what you were born with. Don't try and cover anything up. Yes, if you need to fake tan every now and then. If Say if you're going out to a formal event, you want, you want to be kind of a bit darker, you can't get a tan. Sure, do it. But it's the people who do it day in, day out, and you've got the things and everything's going on. We had a bloke at school who changed schools because he fake tanned one time. I mean, mate, just go with your skin colour. But I guess Sean's trying to promote it as a way of not hanging out in the sun too long. Yeah. And getting tans that way because that's very dangerous. Mm. So fake tans, I guess, are a safer alternative if that's what you're into. Mm. But as you say, just go well natural, mate. Don't yeah. worry about it. I live in the water in summer and I have to get out multiple times because I just start to melt. Yeah, because you don't wear any sun cream. I do. No, that's what I'm saying. I have to get out of the water because I can feel it like mm. just coming off me and I need to relather. So I had a really bad summer in regards to sun mm. uh, sunburn. Yeah. Because I've been pretty conscious about it in previous seasons and this year I just felt like I got burnt again and again and again. And as a body surfer, your back's just always up to the sun. It's just getting smashed We're in the budgies, hard. I know. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I, I started going... So in Fiji, every time I hopped in the water to snorkel, I had a I wore a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rashies are great, but when you're body surfing, there's something freeing and liberating about being just in your budgies, feeling all, like the water just on your chest feels amazing. When you wear a rashie, especially if it's a little bit loose, you mm. get a bit of drag, and you know maybe you just got to buy a tighter rashie. But that is the rashie, even the long sleeve one is the best way. You need one with a bit of a skivvy to protect the back of your neck. But yeah, body surfing and snorkeling probably the worst things for exposure. Yeah, well, here's the thing, Timmy. We need to be very serious about this because I think we'll probably have people listening to this podcast or people that we've met through body surfing that as the years go by, we may lose some of them to skin cancer. Mm. Uh, and even my my grandmother has just had a skin cancer oh, cut yeah. out of her leg, skin graft. I, hopefully they've got it in time, but I mean, she... She used to play golf and she was in the in the sun. But for us, our whole our entire hobby is jumping in mm. the water with as least the least amount of clothes possible. Yeah. Uh, we need to be really, really conscious of it. Absolutely. And so yeah, just be wearing your sun cream in the uh, um, in the middle of summer. I mean, even in winter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. UV rays get through the clouds and that sort of thing. So, yeah, just definitely be careful. I wanted to bring up one last thing before we pack it up for the day. Actually, maybe two things. Did you write notes, Tim? Yeah. Oh. So, we mentioned this a, a while back. I want to get more of the logistics down for how we're going to run the Melbourne Cup. Oh, okay. The uh, Bait Bay mm. Budgie Boys Melbourne Cup. And I think it should be open to other uh, crews as well. I mean, maybe you guys don't meet up at a specific gate. Mm. Uh, but here in Cronulla, we have a system where all the beach access points are numbered. So, Gate 8 is the uh, Bait Bay Body Bashes uh, meetup point, and Gate 22 
is the Budgie Boys. Now, we're going to um, try and run something on Melbourne Cup Day. Now, I'm sorry if you uh, don't like horse racing. You can tune out at this point. Uh, but we will be watching the Melbourne Cup. And I came up with this idea, it's a, great idea. a couple of weeks ago where um, the horse that's running out of gate 22, so there'll, there'll be 24 gates uh, in total in the Melbourne Cup. There's always 24 runners. Uh, so the horse coming out of gate 22 uh, and the horse coming out of gate 8, whatever they happen to be, uh, we have a little um, a race between those two horses. Mm. Now, I mean, they don't have to win, but they, they're they kind of just racing against, against each, each other. other. Yeah. So we'll, we'll try and produce some call of that race and bring it to you on the podcast. And I love this idea because, like, when we compete against Bait Bait, there's a bit of rivalry, hmm. there's a bit of banter. We have no control of this. It's complete luck. So it's not like the fin sprint where it's like, I'm going to smash you, oh no, I'm going to smash you. It's like, this horse just has to have a good day. Hmm. And it, it, that's what gambling is, I guess. But um, that's why it's so exciting to me. I can't wait to do it. And I've actually made a little cup so the winner can be presented with the cup and they can drink out of it. Oh, that'd be great. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll try and do the call. But I'm very excited about that. When, when is Melbourne Cup? Uh, it's always the first Tuesday in November. Oh, cool. Last thing, Kanye West running for president. What are your thoughts? I feel like we should have little graphics like, uh, what's that show, like the ESPN zone, where they like go through all the topics? Mm. If we had tonight's topics, it would be what? What did we talk about? We could have a little, like, you wanted to do the little <laughs> yeah. news bar that yeah, runs exactly. along <laughs> CNN and NNN style. But this is, this is big news. Kanye has tweeted how sad is that? The tweet is news. Um, now, a few technical things about this. The Republicans and the Democrats have both got their nominees in. Kanye has to either run as an independent or somehow sneak in. I don't know if someone gives up their spot. I don't know how it works. So there's not really much chance of him running in this election. No. So 2024 is probably the next time he can have a crack. Mm. Would he run as a Republican? I don't know what they're going to do, Tim. Uh, to be fair, I th I think we're very ill qualified to be commenting <laughs> on body surfing. This is what the <laughs> and know. and now we're, you're trying to get us to comment on politi the political structure mm. of a, a country we weren't born in. Uh, but like you know, they're they're a pretty big deal, I hear. But are they anymore? Yeah. Well, yeah. They've got their, their issues. I mean, we're, we've just invested $380 billion into our own defence systems because we can't rely on America to protect us if we were to go into war. So really, does it matter anymore to what that country to an does Australian? to, us, to no. an Australian? But as someone who's fascinated with pop culture, I guess uh, it's interesting, especially if Kim Kardashian was to become the first lady of America. Mm. That's interesting. But yeah, if Kanye was to run for president and you were an American, would you vote for him? No. See, I'd probably vote for Bernie Sanders. But he's yeah, he's gone. Why? Like, how, how can you have the option of putting up Hillary Clinton <laughs> and Bernie Sanders against Donald Trump and pick Hillary, Hillary Clinton? Yeah. The world's gone mad, Tim. I love how you didn't want to get political, but as soon as Hillary came up, you're oh, like... Oh, mate. We all know she's the Antichrist. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's, it's fair. It, if you look into the atrocities that she has caused through her uh, 
what's it called? Uh, you couldn't call it a charity, but anyway, she, that's what she calls it, the charity. It's just, it's atrocious, Tim. I uh, don't want to get too theological, but apparently there's a theory. I don't know who believes in this. I think it's Westboro Baptist Church. Mm. They believe that there's a, a Trinity Antichrist. Oh, right. So it's like the Pope, Barack Obama, and someone else. I haven't heard Westboro Baptist be mentioned in a while. Are they back on the scene, are I think, they? I think they're running the world. Really? <laughs> well, they're probably advising Trump. Yeah, you're right there. Mm. Now, Westboro West Baptist Church is not affiliated with the Baptist churches of New South Wales, the ACT, Australia, mm. or even America. No. They're an independent church. And if you do some research, they're very, very evil. Well, just watch some Louis Thoreau documentaries. And I think he's done like three documentaries on them. Yes, that's the, um, the God Hates movement. Yeah. And they go and pick it at uh, like return servicemen and um, yeah, yeah, like well, homosexual communities and things like that. Evil people. What I hate is like they get to say some really offensive things, and they also don't pay tax. It's like oh, I kind of want. That yeah, deal. see, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. And um, yeah, for us, I think the. F- Tax in general is very frustrating in regards to churches. Uh, but uh, for me, as a, as a church goer and having been paid by a church at, at points in my life, I understand it. And there's plenty of churches that do a lot of good. Mm. Um, but there are plenty of churches that do a lot of bad. Now, uh, in regards to tax taxation, oh. what? what have you got? Oh, I just, I was, you know how I always get done? For tax, yeah, yeah. Oh, you had a win. I'm, I might be getting some some cashola. Oh, return. Yeah, I just did a I did a quick draft tax return, and it's looking good. Yeah, finally, like I've I've been getting done for the last five years. You had to, you owed I money. I owed like twenty grand. <laughs> oh, gee, I, I don't know how my tax is looking, but I I got paid back like seven grand last year. So I think there's yeah. got to be an anomaly there somewhere. Lump sums kill you. Mm, yeah. That's right. Saying that, in as I was saying about churches, um, so. A person being paid by a church is still taxed in the same way of anyone else's employment. So that's yes. what that's one big thing that people need to understand. So pastors and um, accountants, anyone paid by the church is still taxed in the same way. Mm. Um, they do have tax-free thresholds. As other occupations that's have as right. well, yeah. Uh, but the main thing that is not taxed into a church's budget is the offering, so the tithes. Uh, and for me, that makes sense because it's someone's donation it's going to a big organization the organization is then responsible of divvying that out in how they say fit see fit so for instance my church does around 40 percent to um ngos and non non non-for-profits out of our offering Mm. uh and i'm sure a lot of churches around the world do that uh, but it's where you get the Westboro Baptist churches where they're getting an offering, they pay no tax on that, and then they go to fund hate. Yeah. Evil. Terrible. Yeah. If if you tithe, can you claim your tithe on tax? The same way if I was to give Corey some money for his charity. Interesting. I, I don't... Because that's always a draw card with charities. They go, you can write this off. Yeah, yeah. I think that there are specific times throughout the year where you can. So if you're giving to a specific drive um, for for a a tithe or a donation, it can be tax deductible. uh, And that's made mention when when it's asked for. 
but I don't think the general week-to-week offering is tax deductible. Nice. Don't quote me, but I don't think it is. Next week on the show, my accountant will be here <laughs> to take all your questions. <laughs> well, these are the things. What, like if we were to run Budgie Boys or any other body serving yeah. club, if they wanted to start going down the, the route of getting very formal, mm. which some may happen. Some clubs are. They're, yeah. they're, they're um, proper, I don't know what they're called, organisational clubs or something like that where they, they do run a book mm. and uh, – yeah, they, they have these little tricks up their sleeves. And we've been trying to look into that for years. Yeah, and it's a great way because like you're doing a lot for the community and you shouldn't be getting charged for what you're doing. Like Even if you just want to print some T-shirts, it costs you a lot. If you can run that through your organisation or business or whatever, you, you get a bit of cash back, so it's cool. Well, here's the thing. You go, all right, I want to buy an $80,000 car. Mm. The new Toyotas, they look great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to have one. Land Cruiser, mint. If you want to, and you have the means by doing it, you have you have the eighty thousand dollars saved there. Mm-hmm. For instance, my partner's parents own a uh, like a horticulture business, so oh, yeah. I go I go to them. I've got eighty k. I want to buy a, a a truck. We'll buy it through the business. Yeah. Use the incident asset write off. Yeah, business is good. I get the eighty k back in my pocket. Effectively, I've got a free car. You're better off running a, a business as, at a loss or breaking even just for those perks. Mm. So, people who are thinking about starting a business. Well, that's it. Didn't see Timmy? Didn't you? Uh, I don't want to give away your secrets here, but like this gear. Well, no, I haven't. I, I you know, I'll see what I can do with that. But because I don't have an ABN. Yeah, but you um, were looking into getting yeah. things like ABN and say, all right, well, uh, we have a body serving club with an ABN. Let's write off our flippers. Yeah, yeah. Flippers, <laughs> wetsuits, keels. Yeah. It's something to think about, guys. It's just something to think about. That's all yeah. we're saying. Yeah. And if someone works it out, how to... how to. Also, if you've just got a bit of money and want an idea, we are the ideas men. So <laughs> come and have a chat and we'll set something up. Uh, yeah. I hear the internet's pretty big these days. So oh. maybe you want to invest in that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or maybe you just want to... Uh, you know who got me onto... Uh, well, didn't get me onto it. Liam has gone off the cryptos. Our friend Liam, you might know him from the incident in regards to paying for the bacon and egg rolls with cryptocurrency. <laughs> Ripple, I believe it was. Uh, he's on the uh, Tesla train now. Well, yeah, Elon Musk is doing all right. So uh, definitely that's going to be making money. So Yeah, well, it's, I think it's 1000 US dollars a share at the moment. The only problem is if he starts doing some outrageous love projects and starts sinking money into that, like going to space, that's going to cost you a lot of money. Mm. So, But I, I, cost I, you. I think he's got the backing of the US government to do things like mm. that. So who knows how they're going to go in the future, but that's really, really cool. But um, Liam also predicted the last Australian election. So maybe we should get him on to see what's going on in America. Well, I don't think he predicted it, but he knows some guy who did the predictions yep. of it. And he was so confident. Yeah. Very confident. And at one stage, uh, the Liberal Party was about 13 to 1. I got it? it I got it at 7 bucks. yeah. Yeah. 7.50. Yeah, I put a, a few hundred on that. Um, mm. So always go for the underdog. <laughs> you know, greyhounds, horses, presidents. Maybe we should back Kanye. 
<laughs> well, he's 50, 50 to one at the moment. I think. Yeah, on I don't think he, he's not getting in there this year. So I think we've got to wait a little while. So yeah. uh, anywho, um, there might see, be some big breaking news. I don't know. If you know more about politics, let us know. But I think we should get out of here and do it all again real soon. Timmy, we are going to get out of here and do it very soon because we've got some special guests this weekend. Oh yes, we're going to do some pre-records. That's right. Awesome. A couple of pre-records, and we're going to let them know that it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Absolutely. Bye. <laughs> see ya.